since nobody else wants to do it, welcome to episode 31 of Cop Talk. And I think we have all of us uh, tonight. Brent, you there, Brent? It's a miracle. I am here. Ed? Yes, sir. And last but least, Jim. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) That is so much boring, dude. So much uh, hate. Yeah, well, you didn't want to do it, so... It's been a while since uh, we did a show, and we're going to try to get back to a regular routine. Um, Brent, with his manipulative and controlling ways, has made up a some kind of a schedule that we're going to try to follow every two weeks and uh, get a show out to you. We've had a lot of things going on, so hopefully we'll get back on uh, schedule. Going to do a big shout out to. Oh, what do you? You didn't want me to do it yet. You never read Why? the show. I don't care about your show notes. I parent, I don't even know why I write them. Wait a minute. Where are your show notes? Wait a minute. Where are your show notes? Here they are. <laughs> I found them in my recycle bin. The trash. Okay. <laughs> I'm just not going to write them anymore. Okay, let me get my email up here so I can read them. Wait a minute. All right. Since <laughs> it's okay. like 12 pages long, Ed. It's okay. So Ed's reporting from Tripoli, Libya. Okay. There's uh, anyway, 57 pages of questions from Mark Jesus and Christ. two things that matter. Let me finish. Right. We're going to do a big shout out. Uh, hello to Sarah. <laughs> Is it Brian or Brian? Brian? Why don't you know before you say a shout out? Okay, there we it could go. go either way. Sarah, Brian or Brian and Evan Castle down under in uh, Australia. We got some can't believe. far away. So, so this show is now officially, officially international. It is wow. absolutely. So was the tsunami. <laughs> well, Jim's at least the fallout uh, of the radiation was uh, international. But Jim it's... takes it a different way when you say down under. But uh, what do you mean anyway. I take it a different way? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, hey, you want to give a little uh, recap of who we are uh, and uh, what's going on with it, Brent? Uh, who we are and we're, what is going on with it, Brent? New listeners. Can you just hand that off in any worse of a way possible? Yeah, well, you're, so, the, you're the control freak, so take it whatever way you want. Well, first, since we don't want to offend our two people down under, uh, thanks for listening, all two of you, and uh, hopefully there's more. <laughs> <laughs> Secondly, I'm assuming you want me to talk about the website. Is that what you're trying to get me to do, Mark? Yeah, we'll send them a book. Oh, we could. Yeah, you know, send them it'll a book. Be, from from what I've uh, figure out with Australia, it'll be about forty thousand dollars in taxes for them to get it. But I'm I'm totally okay with sending send one if they the send e-version. an address. Send them the e version online. Do they get heavily taxed down there? Oh man, the import taxes are insanity. Well, you, everything what you get there's got to be imported. Well, and plus the the exchange rate is sort of bad, and then they just passed a whole bunch of rules down there for internet, too, where their bandwidth is really, um, really, like, so I get Look, 250. this wasn't an information show on Australia. That's a whole different show. Can we get back to Cop Talk? Hey, you know, I don't even like you anymore. Is there anybody <laughs> else here that I could talk to? I've hey, never liked you from hey the those start, two people, are, are they, like, in the same household, or are they in different parts of Australia? We didn't get the full background on the entire group in Australia, Jim. All right. They just asked nice enough that we would be nice and, you know, give a shout out because apparently Mark has one fan. Well, if they're not in the same household. Yeah, well, that's one more fan than you guys have. (laughs) Anyway, here we go. Why don't we just go into questions? My brother, Jim, is a sheriff's deputy. Brent is a reserve deputy. Ed is a retired city cop. 
And, yeah, who knows uh, Jim, for how long. Jim and I wrote a book called Cop Talk, which Brent put together and had a published it for us, and it's out there. And we decided to start doing a podcast uh, to answer people's questions. So that's Mark. the Reader's Digest version of it. What's the book Cop Talk about, Mark? Well, I'll leave that up for you, Jim, since it was your <laughs> idea to start the book. Hey, do you know they have glue and meat? <laughs> what are you reading the news while we're trying oh, to do a hell. show? That was nasty stuff. Oh. They put glue and meat now to hold the meat together and tell you it's one big slab. <laughs> That's my fantastic. mom just gave me a steak to cook, too. That is fantastic <laughs> news, Ed. Thank you. Ohio man robs bank and he's caught on a city bus. That's a good getaway Ohio. method. It really is. What, what are you Police doing? We're supposed to do a, questions first. Police in Ohio say a man robbed a bank and then tried to flee on board a public bus where officers eventually caught up with him. That's about the only place cops will catch Sergeant Mo Prez tells the daily the Dayton Daily News the suspect got away with cash from a downtown Key Bank branch at around 10 a.m. Wednesday. Police were told by witnesses they saw the man catch a bus about two blocks away. Officers followed the route of the bus, pulled it over less than a mile away near the campus of college. The suspect was, was arrested without incident. Near Dunkin' Donuts. You know where he's talking. <laughs> the 40 other people on the bus are suing the city and the county for undue stress and uh, emotional duress. Hmm. Can you imagine? You rob a bank. I mean, you, <laughs> you catch a bus. I guess you could have waited out front for a cab. That would have been even better. Woman arrested for DUI after griping to police. Police in a Denver suburb say a woman was arrested for drunk driving after she complained to officers about how they parked their patrol cars as they were investigating a DUI-related crash. That'll teach her. Oh, that was nice. Uh, they had parked the yeah, cars cool. to prevent a suspected drunk driver in the crash from leaving the scene. She returned to her car. She became belligerent, telling them it was a stupid place for a traffic stop. And uh, then the officers gave her a test, and she went to jail. Oh, that's too bad. Here's a really smart one. Texas bank robber demands loot shows two IDs. A hapless bank robber who abided by a Dallas teller's request to provide two forms of identification before she could give him any money is going to prison. A judge sentenced 49-year-old Nathan Wayne, whatever, uh, to more than eight years on Tuesday. He tried to hold up a Dallas Wells Fargo bank in July. The teller stalled him by telling him she needed to see two forms of ID. He showed her his Wells Fargo debit card and a state ID card, which is probably his parole card. He was captured as he tried to flee with $800. He was already on parole for two aggravated robberies. I mean, how's, that's job security for cops, I'm telling you. If there weren't stupid criminals. Smartphone, dumb idea, like the whole man in oh, jail. Golly. What you okay there? What is that? I think huh? I just passed out. <laughs> Ed's going to have a... Don't blow a gasket there. <laughs> you okay there, buddy? Oh, Lordy, I took my Dumb idea. Lands Idaho man in jail. We already covered this. Here's another moron that used that app that Ed downloaded with a red and blue light to pull people over. <laughs> another guy goes to jail for that. That's when I leave the bar at 2 o'clock in the morning and pull over to the last girl that left. Hey! Ed, this is from your town, Arizona. Well, that's a state for crying out loud. <laughs> hey, Good looking man. out, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> okay, from your neck of the woods. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> a man is in custody after police say he broke into an Arizona townhome and got stuck in a clothes hamper underneath the window he climbed through. You got to be kidding me. 20-year-old Michael <laughs> was arrested on suspicion of burglary and criminal damage. <sighs> a resident inside the home uh, heard a commotion when he became entangled in the hamper around 9 o'clock. The owner of the home restrained him and was able to take him outside in the hamper and call police. No he restained him? He must have stepped I, in the body bag. Uh, restaining is when you like do it again. That's the secondary staining process. Oh, I see. Okay, this, so. this one is a really good one. There's a couple of keywords in this story that I want you to think about. And when I'm done with the story, let me know the keywords. I'm hoping it's co- it's sex with hogs and vaginal infection. <laughs> no, that's oh, Jim's sh- That was ridiculous, and- wasn't it? Man arrested for using sword to rob pharmacy. Police in Virginia have arrested a man accused of trying to rob a Lynchburg pharmacy twice in the same day, once while wielding a sword. They arrested 27-year-old Michael Edward Towler and charged him with robbery, brandishing a weapon, attempted robbery. Pharmacist Michael Robertson says a man tried to rob the pharmacy Wednesday morning, but he told him they set off an alarm and police were on the way, so the man fled. The man returned later that day in a lime green raincoat. Drew a samurai-style three-foot-long sword and got away with an undisclosed amount of narcotics. Tower was arrested later at his home. I wish he'd try that in Arizona. They'd have blasted him the minute he pulled the sword out. Yeah, but it also... Uh, don't I'll, bring a knife. Don't bring a freaking gun to a knife fight, man. You know, <laughs> why would you wear a lime green raincoat to go can you, can, can you spell tweaker? Cranker? <laughs> That's Is that the guy that caught the bus to get away? <laughs> Probably. Hey, this one is a good one out of uh, Oakland here. It, uh, let's see. This lady, she ran out of gas and called 911 for help. And when the police showed up, uh, the boyfriend was a parolee at large in the car and he got arrested. What a shame, huh? huh? It's a setup. Burglars snort cremated ashes thinking it was cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's as good as Santeria. The best part is, is that comes from Florida. Yeah, well, that's what the Santeria is at that, uh, yeah. that, I don't know what they do, they kill animals or something. Uh, cocaine capital of the world. They, they thought it was cocaine, so they snorted it. Here, you could cover this one since you liked it so much. Uh, Brent, the green one. Oh, I'm not reading Having this. sex with hogs, and he gave the I'll read it. To- I'll read it, okay, okay. It likes that story. <laughs> <laughs> Authorities said a man who was caught having sex with show hogs will have his case, I was going to say, uh, well, present, present. I can't even say it right now. Presented? I was just gay. <laughs> Is that what you're trying to say? I got so excited which, when he was starting. Which word, which word are you having trouble with? His or presented? Oh, never mind. I got, I got presented messed up with something else. Oh. Lime so, green raincoat? <laughs> <laughs> the Floor County Grand Jury next month. Andrew Lee Nash, 52, was arrested on December 3rd, uh, 2010, after police set up a surveillance cameras in the owner's stalls near U.S. Highway 82 in Yazoo River. Greenwood Police Chief Henry Purnell said the hogs were examined by a local veterinarian during a routine examination, and the owner was told that four of the hogs had a vaginal infection. <laughs> That's pretty bad. That's really bad. <laughs> what, what, did this guy have, chlamydia or, or warts? Okay, the owner, the owner of the animals knew something was messing with his animals. I wonder how he knew that. Dude. God, this show is rapidly going downhill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're back. Hi. Chief Investigator Huntley Nevels. That's a that's a good name for a chief investigator. Huntley. And the veterinarian, yeah, Huntley Nevels uh, said that the veterinarian confirmed a sexual assault. Okay. Oh, so, <laughs> I like the way I put I, a little it's, emphasis. It's not funny. It's really not funny because you know 
This is really a tragedy. Yeah, think of the hog. <laughs> think of all the hogs. Hey, how'd you like to be on that code five? All right, unit standby. Suspects entered the barn. All right, standby. Suspect has now entered the hog. <laughs> I hear a lot of squealing. I wonder when uh, you buy bacon if it's got to say that on the package. <laughs> no vaginal infection. Yeah. Oscar Meyer has recalled four thousand containers of bacon. <laughs> Possibly contains chlamydia. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> They're right. show hogs. They would never. They would never put them in. Well, never. Mind. Nash's bond was initially set at six hundred thousand, but later reduced to sixty. Nash remains in custody at the Lafleur County Jail. Boy, I bet you he's really. Uh, what are you in here for, Ed? Yeah, I, 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 they call me doing the hog over there. Yeah. I raped a pig. <laughs> I gave. I gave a hog chlamydia. <laughs> uh, I guess I haven't heard. Hey, that what one. if the hog got pregnant? Oh, yeah. Oh, jeez. A hog with herpes. Uh, then the offspring would be Robin Banks in a lime okay, green right, let's get on the trench better. coat and sword. Okay, so can we get on to the more so, important one stuff? Please. Last one. Last Readers' one. questions? God. Last one. Last one. Oh, is there one more? Cavity Search produces 50 bags of heroin. Holy moly. Police in that North is Eastern a huge cavity. Say they recovered more than 50 bags of heroin, cash, and loose change from a woman following a cavity search. God, Authorities say 27-year-old Karen so-and-so was detained last weekend following a crash. Scranton police say they found three bags of heroin in her jacket, and after being taken to the police station, she told investigators she had more hidden in her vagina. A doctor performed a search and recovered 54 bags of heroin, 31 empty bags used to package heroin, prescription pills, and $51.22. Sounds like my ex-girlfriend. She was was jailed on $25,000 bail on charges, including possession with intent to deliver a controlled substance. It was not clear. At which time she pulled $25,000 out of her vagina. No, you see, if I was was the... They might have gotten all her bail money. That would have been awesome. If you were the judge, you could be like, okay, and your bail is $25,000.22. (laughs) But, you know, I can understand maybe the heroin... Or maybe even the $51, but $0.22? Cents? Why carry a purse? <laughs> Apparently, the 9 millimeter Beretta is still outstanding. <laughs> <laughs> and the rocket launcher. Okay, that's all I got. Let's move. I think we lost our two listeners from Australia after all this. Dude, you're about ready to lose me. <laughs> well, Mark, you, you had a similar incident one time in the booking room, didn't you? That was a guy, wasn't it? Didn't you? What? Have a, what's a, what, oh no, he had ro- he had rocks in a bag under his sack. That's right. Mark, I, I didn't know you were a doctor. He had rocks <laughs> hidden in his uh, in his rear. Yeah. Was it in his rear? or Was it in uh, the bag under the sack? Oh no, it was in his rear. Oh, Mark started- did a Mark did a surgical removal. <laughs> well, no, he yeah he actually uh, I wound up going back to the station code three to help him because I could hear him screaming in the booking room, and the guy was taking handfuls of the stuff, putting it down his mouth. So Mark shipped him over to the. Uh, ER and had the black tar stuff put in his stomach until he started, yeah. guy started crying like a baby. Yeah, that was the uh, nice little revenge, watching him. Uh, he, he kept biting on the tube that they were trying to put down his throat. They go, we're going to put it down there one way or the other. So it went right down his nose. It was great. Yeah. And the uh, charcoal went in and sweet revenge. So wait a minute. He took this stuff that was up his friggin' rectum and then he swallowed it? Yeah, it was in a bag. He ripped the bag open and he uh, he was trying to eat it. That's good, because I'm sure that won't have any effect on him. No, not at all. Nobody put the charcoal down, and he spit it all back up. Oh, well, that's now not I, the fun part. Now I know where they came up with those ATM websites. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Okay, this show is officially <laughs> down the toilet. He should have went down the toilet with that one, yeah. Maybe we shouldn't anyway. have done a show tonight. Hey, let's get some questions out of the way. Yes. Well, we only I we agree. only got two because nobody will write us anymore because everybody thinks the show is so terrible because, well, of, you know. Well, we'll, you have, to try do, we'll have to try doing a show without Brent one time yeah, to bring Ray up. That is an option. And then you won't have to worry about show notes, you bastard. <laughs> so. I still heard that. Oh, sorry. Did, did I, I say it out loud? cut out when he said, you bastard. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, that is too bad. Um, all right. So the first question, if we're going to do questions finally, Mark, is that okay? Oh, my mom's calling. <laughs> Maybe you should get that. I think I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> she just got off the phone with Jim. <laughs> uh, okay. I hope she doesn't listen to the show. Oh, no, I don't think so. That's probably good. Thank, thank, so, I think she's technologically disadvantaged, so she doesn't know how to turn it on. Otherwise, I'm sure she would listen. All right. All right. So since Jim never actually replies to any of these questions, should we make Jim answer them all, or, or Mark, are you going to answer them? Well, Jim missed two shows, so he could uh, answer the first one, and we'll see how right. well he does. So the first question is from Felicia. She asks, a month ago, my apartment was broken into, and my PS3, Xbox 360, and all my games were stolen. I recently walked past my neighbor's house. Pretty sure his name's Ed. And <laughs> she saw all of her stolen stuff sitting right there, plain view. What can she do about it? I can tell her off the record what she should have done. How do you know? Huh? You know, yeah. My Xbox looks a lot like your Xbox. You know, if it was like <laughs> if it was a white dog with two black spots on his head and a brown spot on his leg and something really identifiable, yeah. But how do you know it's yours just looking at oh, it through the window? Yeah, she's just she poking and hoping is all she's doing. Yeah, and no cop is gonna go knock on a door and uh well, you know, I mean, if she, <clears throat> nine times out of ten, some idiot uh, isn't just gonna friggin' break into someone's house on the whim that something's going to be there. I mean, it's it's has to be someone that either knows her or knew that stuff was in there and knew when she would be gone. And I mean, in that aspect, a cop could interview the uh, the neighbor and try and sweat it out of him that, yeah, it's hers. But, um, you know, it's someone just walking down the street's not going to take a chance on knocking on the door hoping to get a PlayStation 3. Wait, I'm sorry. Did you listen to the stories we just talked about? Yeah. Okay. There are idiots out there. Yeah, yeah. Well, but you know what? I if, think that's more remote than someone being in her complex that either knew her or, or knew the stuff was in there. So you're saying it's very likely that the neighbor has her stuff. I think it could very well be. Well, and if she, she has, were to call, if she were to call our agency and uh, and I got that call, I'd probably go. Uh, I'd find out who the dude was that she suspected and run his name out, see if he's had you know previous contacts, and do the old knock and talk and try and use the old. Uh, Noodle interrogation techniques and getting him to, to cop to it. Well, she had a no detailed list of the games. If she had like, you know, 12 or 15 different games and she knew the titles of all those games and they're sitting there in plain view, yeah, then it's a little bit more credible. But so just the to issue... look through a window and say, hey, that's my PSP, you know, it's a, it's a black box. It, you need a little more than that. Uh, so the question, but... Uh, yep. Yo, yo. All right, I think we're hey. back. I have technical difficulties. That was very strange. What happened? I think it's uh -huh. your fault. 
Okay, so now we're going to have to do some editing. Now let's just sit here really quiet for like 20 more minutes and the show will go. <laughs> That's what the listeners would wish for. Oh, yeah. good. The show would be good if everybody would just shut up. I wonder how many people get in accidents driving to work listening to this and being shocked at what Mark and Ed say. I think it's better if that, like, halfway through the show, we start playing, like, really quiet siren sounds in the background. And then you just bring it up a little so people think they're getting chased while you're watching the show. It's really killer. Works good. All right, yeah, so, it works really good if some idiot's behind them with a red and blue light on their cell phone like Ed. And you yeah. see it coming up behind them. Really they're getting pulled over. So we could team up with the people with those, those stupid cell phone things. And, man, that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we were debating the issue of why Jim's answer is completely different than Mark's answer. And maybe, Mark, you want to fight your side of that or what? No, I'm just thinking cops are busy enough without getting a call with someone saying, I think my neighbor sold my PSP because I see a PSP on their kitchen table. It's and a PS3. Whatever it is. <laughs> you know, I mean, no, a cop's not going to want to go out, go to the neighbor's house, knock on the door just because he has it on the table. If there's more proof, such as the person says, hey, look, you know, uh, I'm missing this game, that game, this game, and gives a list of 10 games. Uh, those 10 games are on the table. I had, you know, this attachment with my PS3, and it's on the table. Then the cop may go take a look, knock on the door, talk to the guy, see where he got the stuff. But without Without being specific, I mean, it's not like a dog with distinguishing colors and that's easily identifiable. I mean, one PS3 looks like every other PS3, and without so a detail. Can we just – that's not totally true because most of these, if you own it, you have a user account on it, and it's pretty easy to figure out if it's yours or not. Well, not just by looking through a window, right? No, but that's Jim's already got. knocked down the door in a SWAT action, so <laughs> – but see, that I was said knock and talk. He that was said knock and talk. I saw Shouldn't it be talk and... Wait, what is it? Knock and announce? Uh, what is it? thinking of hogs. That's bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so in... So what? what's the final answer here, genius? Hey, the final answer is, you know, what kind of mood the cop's in. I mean, personally... I like getting to the bottom of crap, and people don't have a right to get ripped off, especially by neighbors or people that, you know, just because they have an opportunity, take it. And, uh, you know, I, that lady's got a right to have a cop come out and find out at least if there's more. You know, the, the cop just taking Just because she saw it through a window, it's not like she saw something no, distinguishing the, about the it. Number one question, the number one question would be, well, what makes you think it's yours, and what makes you think he would have taken it from you? And there's got to be some connection. Well, that's why I'm saying a cop's not going to go knock on the guy's door and everything just because there's a PS3 sitting on a table. If it's if there's distinguishing games sitting there that she said she had and they're sitting on the table, yeah, then you take it to the next step. Now Mark's backpedaling. Yes. No, no, it. I'm not. Ed, we'd ask, we would ask Ed how he would handle it, but remember he's Ed would have already blown no, up the whole house. That could well, be why he's not a cop anymore. So we'll skip <laughs> that one. Yeah, well, some of the stuff we used to do at nighttime wasn't quite exactly what you'd call, uh, anyway, yeah. Motel 6 yeah. stuff. Ed would go to the guy's house and say, you got a receipt for the PS3? And he'd go, well, no, I don't, officer. So Ed would grab it and hand it to the lady. Go, there, there's your PS3 back. <laughs> <laughs> Street justice. 
That was, Sucks that to was, not have your receipts. That was as bad as the night I saw a, uh, what was it, a, a consulate plate inside Motel 6, which is our scumbag motel. So I go into the motel manager's office and I figure out what room the guy's in. I go in there and do a knock and talk, and it turns out it really is somebody from the council. So he's got diplomatic immunity, and I could have gotten my behind fired. Uh, Ed, I want to talk about Motel 6 stories. Is the statute of limitations still up against you? <laughs> <laughs> No, but I'm pretty sure they won't be a sponsor. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We'll leave the light on for you. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. I'll give you Uh, a golf ball size anyway. All right. Next question. I don't know about everyone else, but I mean, the standard question when you take a burglary call is, you know, who do you think would have taken it or do you have any idea who took it? And, you know, you just take it from there. Obviously, she has an idea of of who took it, and uh, that kind of opens the door for running with it as far as you want. There's nothing against the law saying you can't go knock on the door and say, hey, what's your name? My name is Officer Jim, and hey, you mind if I talk to you for a second? You know, Can I step inside? So once you're inside, go from there. And right away, you know when people are bullshitting you. I mean, one thing leads to another. I've had a lot of people roll over and admit you know, guilt to uh, not only committing a burglary for their neighbor, but then it i got to admit, Jim, you've had a lot of people roll over. <laughs> <laughs> but I never had a hog roll over. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord i was rolling my hog this weekend in dirt felicia i'd bet money that it's your friggin neighbor that stole your stuff but you know you gotta you gotta talk to the cops in your area therein lies the importance of writing down serial numbers and such and making distinguishing marks on somewhere right your name on the side. very good very good better yet buy our book and read that whole chapter on how to protect your property better yet yeah save for 495 just write your name on the side of it all right, we beat next that question. question to death. Next. <laughs> All right, the next one deals with domestic violence. I'm not going to read this. Brent, you sound so depressed. Cheer up a little bit. Well, this is not a cheery topic. Should I just be like, oh, domestic violence? <laughs> <laughs> See, well, that got me interested. <laughs> <laughs> what happens if the girl knocked him all over the place? Yeah, yeah. yeah, let's hear how Mark would get out of doing police work on this one. No kidding. <laughs> no, hey, I, if you I'm don't the, like him, leave him. I'm the one who needs to kiss the calls of, not Mark. Yeah, I, I got to say sure. that one. Ed's arrested victims because they had a warrant just to avoid the paperwork. <laughs> I always did the rape. Well, she wasn't really a rape victim. That was one of those, you know, I think she's a 647B. They got 529. But anyway. I'm glad I don't know what any of that means. Okay. It's penal code, California. Oh, that's good. Now, now we're totally screwed, and people will look it up, and now know you're a jerk. <laughs> no, actually, I was. I wasn't that that bad. I really wasn't. Basically, Ed considered a petty theft of services and arrested her on her warrant. Well, it was. She should have got the money before she performed her services. Oh, and then it so she was a prostitute. See, she we are selling so, her, she's selling her God-given wares, and she didn't collect the cash beforehand. It's like selling gas nowadays. You don't go fill your tank up, then pay for it. You pay for it first, because today's just not a real honest society. Yeah, because I drive away all the time. Well, I don't know. It's $175 to fill my truck up. That's right. You guys are so my... far off course on this show. We're still talking crime. What's it is question? a crime. <laughs> We're probably both going to go to jail now. <laughs> I steal gas, and apparently you have sex with hogs. But Whoa, so, so the next question, which is actually a serious topic, is about domestic violence. So I'm going to read a snippet of this. Mark, you answered this in incredibly long detail. So you might as well take this one, and then we can all chime in. Is this in your show notes, Brent? It is. Okay. 
Yeah, you, you don't read them, so I don't expect you to know the answer. So, friend of mine has a history of... Oh, man, this is really bad. Okay, so friend of mine has a history of domestic violence with her husband of four years. She has three children, and he has been arrested twice for domestic violence against her. Wow, there's a lot of third party going on here. He attended domestic violence classes. Oh, he's such a guy. What what a dude. And oh, and parenting classes. And she dropped the charges because she noticed significant change within him, and she is a committed Christian. Oh, um sure that's not going to help her in this case recently he struck her in the face and made her bleed for the first time she wants him to leave the home but he refuses and begs to stay because he admits he needs mental help and doesn't want to lose his wife and three kids it goes on he gets even worse and it's a typical domestic violence story so mark you take it take it away there buddy well, like I, in the answer, the bottom line is he was arrested twice and he recently struck her in the face, making her bleed. I mean, domestic violence, it only gets worse. I, I wrote a big uh, chapter in the book on that, which um, was kind of nice. A few people wrote in and said it really helped them. But domestic violence only gets worse. And as long as she tries to protect them, um, it's going to get worse. Uh, she, she needs to get out of the situation. Um, the police can't make them leave. If, if he lives there, um, he'll either have to be arrested for hitting her or, uh, or she'll have to get a restraining order put in place. And in the answer, I had said, I know it's tough for a woman to put a husband in jail. Um, there's a lot of fear of living alone, having to take care of a family by herself. And some women put up with the abuse just to get the, you know, the I love you, babe, I won't do it again in, in the end. And it... It just gets worse because she's really putting herself in danger and she's putting her family in danger. Um, when the kids see and hear all this fighting, they're going to grow up thinking that's a normal relationship and they're going to grow up to either be a batterer or end up in a relationship being battered themselves. It's it's just a repeating cycle. Um, he, he probably grew up in a home where there was domestic violence and you can't help somebody that doesn't want help. If he's got a history of this, and he's been arrested twice, it's time to put him out. Call the police, have him arrested, don't try to protect him, because uh, that woman's going to end up you know, seriously injured or, or in a coffin one day um, if he can't control his, uh, his uh, violence. And some of those she's guys are much... Some she's, go ahead. Oh, no, just take your turn there, guys. Go ahead, Jim. Go ahead. <laughs> well, no, they're some of the most charismatic guys I've met to are some of the wife beaters that... Uh, they could convince her that uh, she'll walk on the clouds from here on out. I'll never do it again. And then two weeks later, you're back at the house again. He's out of jail, and he's done the same thing again. But now he's even more remorseful with even a better story of why he'll never do it again. And in the meantime, she's got black eyes, bloody noses, and she's covering herself up in makeup for work the next day so she can go to work with a little bit of dignity. Well, and I think we mentioned it on the show once before, Ed. I, I don't know if you were on the call with me, but it was a graveyard shift. We went to a call, domestic violence, breaking glass. We get there and we find this one. We find a trail of blood coming from the house, and it went like three or four houses down the street. There was blood on the trunks of cars where she had leaned over the trunk of the car. We found her on a porch. Her head was beat so bad, her face that you couldn't even hardly recognize her. her eyes were swollen shut. Pool of blood. She lost a ton of blood. She almost died. Um, he was in the house all drunk, throwing stuff through the window. He finally came out. We rat packed him and arrested him. About a week and a half or two weeks later, um, I was off duty, and I went to a nearby lake with my family. And who was there? But she was on the beach with them, um, yeah. back together with them. And a lot of these, a lot of the women, they just 
it's a vicious cycle. They get beat up, and then he says, oh, I love you, babe. I won't do it again. I promise you. And, you know, they, they stay with him for that 10 minutes of feeling good, but they put up with all the all the violence the rest of the time. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's really a sad situation. So, so what kind of support can these people get? Well, first, I'd get them out with a restraining order. Um, she's going to have to basically tell why it's been three weeks. Um, but, you know, she goes in and says, hey, I was afraid. You know, I, I need to get out of this situation. There's help out there with uh, the battered women's uh, alternative. There's There's financial help. There's daycare help. There's... Uh, housing that they could provide. A lot of cities have housing where they they put um, you know victims of domestic violence, help them get back on their feet. There's job training. I mean, it's not going to be easy, but there's help out there. But she needs to get out of that situation. It's only going to get worse. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, go ahead, Ed. You sound I, was, like you... I was just going to say, I was uh, happened to be doing an elevator job in Phoenix, and they had a, they just opened up a new, um, it was an ex-motel, hotel-type thing with a courtyard, and they'd opened it up to uh, uh, victims of uh, domestic abuse, and in particular females with kids. Um, and it was it was pretty impressive to see it, the, the, the lengths that they would go to to help them with all the counseling. Like you say, Mark, job training and placement and all that kind of stuff, and um you know, some of these gals had three kids in tow, and are living now. They're living in a in a converted motel, but you know that uh, there is a lot of uh, help out there to, to to be had if yeah, you take the help. It's not yeah, exactly. if you take the help, yeah. But I mean, a lot of these gals get the Stockholm syndrome. And they start sympathizing with their abusers, and or and or they get the, the 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 puppy type syndrome where they put the tail between the legs, take the beating, and keep coming back for more. Well, that's it. The, you, a lot of times, the male they just they beat the women into submission. You know, nobody's going to want you. You're worthless. I'm the only person that'll take you, exactly. and they, they feel so afraid that they can't do anything by themselves that they get beat down, not just physically but emotionally. Right. And but they need to make that step and get help. It's out there, but they need to they need to uh, get out of that situation. Yeah, it's the hardest first well, step. This, but once once they do it, they'll be in good shape. Yeah. This lady needs to, I mean, she needs professional assistance. You you can't just tell someone, I want you out of the house. I mean, that that's friggin' ridiculous. You right. can't make someone leave when, when both of them live in that residence. You can't just say, I want you to leave. You know, it's not like in the old days where you could talk the dude into packing up a bag and going to a motel for a couple days. You know, if the dude doesn't want to leave, he absolutely does not have to leave his house. So that's why she'd have to file a, a police report and get an emer emergency protective order and have him, you know, forcefully removed from the house. Right. I agree. But two or three or four times, she's just as much responsible as he is. You know, I, I mean, if someone really wants help, great. But for someone to go through three or four times of that and not friggin' be able to grow a set to say, hey, I'm not going to live my life like this anymore. I, yeah, it's hard to Jim, have sympathy for someone like that. Jim's the officer no. I want showing up on my domestic violence call. I, hey, yeah, well, I mean, he'll rescue it's, a freaking he'll kick down a, a door to go rescue a PS3, but he's telling a domestic <laughs> violence victim to grow a set. Good, Jim. Well, yeah, I mean, they, they, at this point, after three or four beatings, they're, they're they, like I said, the Stockholm thing kicks in, and they're just afraid to get beaten again, so they're they'll like letting it happen. You know. Hopefully she got some friends that'll that'll help her. She needs to reach out, whether it's a pastor at a church, going down to the police station to talk to somebody, going to the battered women's. She needs to reach out for help, and they'll help walk her through it. Big difference between getting beaten, being the beater. Yeah. 
So the beaters, so, those those jackholes can go to jail you know, every single Surprisingly, day. there are situations where the man is the uh, the victim. Not a lot of them, but there are some instances where the man is the, the victim in domestic violence. Yeah. Well, I know girls that could beat the crap out of people. <laughs> well, if it's that one you send me a picture of, you can send her over anytime. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Well, I there's some guys that pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and a little bit more, too. Uh, uh, yep. Ay, ay, ay. That's okay. a whole other thing to get arrested for. So, all right. So the, uh, well, I just hope that hopefully she'll get some help with that. That's a mess. Well, maybe, Domestic oh, violence oh. is a disaster. Uh, if, she, if you have an address, send her a copy of the book and uh, highlight the chapter I wrote in there because it, it gave uh, a lot of areas for her to go try to get some help. Well, I mean, this in this case, it was a friend writing in for this other person. Supposedly. Allegedly. So, Allegedly. Yeah, so we say. Supposedly but it was a friend. It was more I don't know if we're going to get an address out of that. If we do, I'll happily send a copy okay. of the book. Uh, so last question for tonight is going to be, uh, just came in yesterday actually. Uh, was uh, about buying a used car that has no license plates on it. So I just purchased a used vehicle from somebody today, but it doesn't have a license plate. Can it be towed for this? Uh, yes. It's yeah. uh, if Well, if it's currently registered and has no plates, he can get a ticket. The cop will, may see it. Well, they'll, run, they'll run the VIN number. If this it's happens still, all the time, though, right? Because you don't want, let's say it had personalized plates on it. You don't want to give up personalized plates. You keep them. You sell your car. Right. It's their responsibility to get their butt down to DMV to do the paperwork. Right. But if it's currently registered, it's not going to get towed, but it could. he could get a ticket. But if it has expired registration, um, it's oh, at least here in California, if it's over six months expired, You're um, yeah, I mean, with or without plates, the car is getting yanked, whether it's parked or driven or whatever. But, you know, no plates is going to draw attention. You're going to get either pulled over for it or if it's parked, a cop's going to run the VIN number. And you're going to get a ticket for it if it's uh, it's 30-day impound, right? Um, no, it's actually uh, oh, it's paid off. You until have to pay they, your, until have to they pay get your, the fees, uh, yes, bring it up to date. So, I mean, if someone buys a car and there's no plates and it's for a legitimate reason like, the guy had personalized plates, like Jim. You know, I love hogs, and, and <laughs> it's um, not I love ho- it's I heart hogs. <laughs> yeah, um, it's you way go to better DMV, than I club they, give, hogs. they give you a new set of plates to put on, or they put a temporary up in the window. But I, I'd look into why it had no plates. He didn't mention why. Um, hopefully, it had a pink slip too. Title. <laughs> Yeah, there, there's a whole uh, subculture of losers that will uh, buy a car for a few hundred bucks from a friend who didn't even have it registered in his name, and they've got a piece of toilet paper with crayon uh, with a bill of sale written out, and then this other person, uh, the latest buyer, has got no intention of going down to DMV either. But if you're selling a car, you need to file a release of liability so that your name's not attached to that car anymore. And if you're buying a car, you've got five or ten days to get down to DMV and uh, make the transfer final. And if it didn't have plates, uh, you know, you should have a VIN number or some kind of formal paperwork, the pink slip with the car or whatever. But if not, if you just did one of these uh, subcultured loser deals, then uh, you're on your own. Well, I guess my title I have here is I'm totally screwed, though. 
yeah. know, toilet paper with Crayola on. <laughs> yes, sir. Let's, let's get <laughs> take on this between sips. Oh, I forgot what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I was just reading a bogus email I got from something called uh, United Parcel Service Notification. Dear customer, the parcel we sent your home address and will arrive in seven business days. Click on the uh, the attachment to see uh, what your tracking number is. Oh, yeah, sure. Right away, pal. Hey, click on that. Uh, yeah, uh, well, yeah, no thanks. No thanks. No, it's perfectly safe, Ed. Don't I, I, I don't want to watch my antivirus it, kicking the... While you're at it, give us your bank information and, uh, and uh, the digit code on the back of your credit card too not a problem yeah, I, guess, I get those like five times a week yeah this one says ups notice dot rar i don't know what rar stands for for uh you know like com or whatever but i know for it sure. stands for retards anonymous yeah could association rar is a archived file that would execute itself on your computer and probably take it over and yeah knows what yeah, don't tell ed that it might contain porn he'll open it yeah, well, that's probably you know, so. That's so a the good, one thing that's a good uh, piece of information for people that are listening. Though, just because you get email doesn't mean you have to says, open each right. and every one. If it's it's if it's from someone you know, then great. But ah, I get, don't like, even say that, buddy. I get I get four or five a week from uh, SBC Global or or you know what you think is a is a reputable name, and it's the same misspelled words and the funky sentence structure and. Uh, uh, if you do not respond to this, your you know account will be uh, deactivated. Please give us your name, age, birth date, social security number, and whatever to verify your records. And it, it's ridiculous. So just uh, make sure that when you're opening your email, it's for, it's uh, legitimate. Well, Curiosity just the other day. gets people just like Ed's. You know, UPS. What, what's coming to my house? And they go to click on that link to to see uh, you know what what's supposed to be coming to the house. Yeah, what's coming yeah, I, to Ed's I, I, house will be bankruptcy. <laughs> <laughs> so I just had, but, I sent a nice chap in the UK give me $1.2 million the other day, so I sent him back a very uh, sexually explicit letter on the reasons why I didn't want his money, etc. Of course, it got returned back to me. So I'm getting to the point now where I've got so much spare time, I send him back nasty little letters. And oh, that's good, because you know when that's all they're really looking for is a return email so that they can continue to spam you for the rest of your life. Well, that's that's fine. They can all keep sending them love letters. You know, for all our listeners, uh, that's not the best choice to is to respond to these. You just hit delete, and uh, the rule should be: if it's got an attachment, just don't open it. That's the general rule for attachments. If yeah, you don't know, even if you know the person, it's not worth opening it unless you can confirm that they actually sent it. Like, hey Ed, I'm going to send you a bunch of stuff that's coming over right now. There you, you go. You almost said the p word there. Uh, hey, you see the headlines? Said porn. Yes, I did. Almost say porn. You see the uh, headline like last week, somewhere in this area. Eight point two earthquake in Japan. Tsunami. No, I said. Uh, I think we haven't talked about today. No, it's a big headlines. Man gets robbed uh, purchasing uh, a iPhone. And At one thirty-five in the morning. Yeah, well, I can tell I'm you. Thinking, let me give you this? the story. It was, it's a Craigslist ad, and this dude wants to go buy a phone at one friggin' in the morning, and he wonders an why when he gets there, he gets robbed complex. at Yeah, <laughs> At an apartment complex. Those are what we call in law enforcement clues. Yeah, I, I used to hate those. The guys from Danville and all the down in the alley, they would show, show up in town there at 2 in the morning looking for Joe. Joe who? I don't know his last name, but he lives down here somewhere, and there's prostitutes all over the car. 
It's like, okay, come on, you lion sack of doo-doo. Just get out of here, you know? No, I remember Ed. Um, we used to get it all the time beats. where people would come from out of town to, to buy some rock cocaine. They'd, uh, they'd either trade their car for dope or else they'd get carjacked trying to buy dope. And then they come to the police saying, my car was stolen. File a report. Well, hold on a second. The wife's gone. Oh, I'm sorry that we interrupt your personal life. <laughs> hey, put Is that my mom? Ed? Let's listen into the call. Hello? Speakerphone. Hold, I'll be, hold on. I'm on the show. Just hit mute, you. <laughs> Does anybody know how the mute button no, works? Nothing like doing a live show. So, Is that mom calling Ed? <laughs> so, I think she's Hi, Ed, I couldn't get a hold of Jim or Mark. No, I, I just learned how to make ringtones for different people they call. You know. Well, I, before I you do that, Ed, why don't you learn how to mute your phone? I just did. Okay, <laughs> or or mute your microphone. What, you what song phone? was that for your wife? Uh, she's a firecracker, blah, blah, blah. You know, But uh, it's, it's that one off of, um, what the heck is his name? I almost said the H word. Uh, Josh Jim? Turner. Jimmy Josh Turner. one for his ex-wife. She's a bitch, she's a bitch. Oh, the bitch is the- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so can we talk about one last serious thing? <clears throat> uh, the, Say that again. You sounded so serious, Brent. Try that again. Sorry. Can we talk about one last serious thing? There he is. Yeah. I like that radio announcer <laughs> voice. Go ahead. I like it. <laughs> Do I have a picture for you guys? I got to send it. This I get these border reports. I don't believe Ed, it's your turn to talk. You know, um, is it of a hog? Ed is like a like, train that like it keeps derailing. <laughs> We're on track of something derails. It goes the other way. So you're saying like he goes along and one wheel falls off and then yeah. the whole car falls off and then the next wheel falls off. It's kind of like that. <laughs> no, I mean I'm in rare form tonight. But anyway, I got my border reports from what's going on down in Mexico on the border of Arizona. <sighs> they got a picture of this kid. It's 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 just too hysterical. I'll send it to you guys real quick. You get a good laugh out of it. Yeah, I don't want to see it. So, jeez. Oh, so can Brent, we talk about Brent serious talk. anything <laughs> just for five seconds about this disaster in Japan? I just want to get an opinion on what you guys would think. So two completely different societies, Japan, I lived there for over a month when I was a kid, versus the U.S. If that Dude, same thing... you didn't thing, live there if it was only a month. You stayed there for a month. You didn't live there. But I did live there. You stayed there for a month. Okay, let's not argue semantics. Brent, you're going to be you know sorry that word? you brought this up. I know this is a big word for you, but if this happened here in the U.S., a, do you think it would be totally different? And B, what do you think we'd be up against? Oh, it'd be absolutely, uh, uh, it'd be totally different. You'd have looting, rioting, shooting, raping, just like it happened during Hurricane Katrina, but times ten. Sort of like what Total we have chaos. every day now. Yeah, Total I mean, but chaos. Japan is a very well, uh, uh, well how do you structured. say it? Structured, structured, and it's a very. Uh, Dignified, uh, dignified society that doesn't have the same issues we have here, where you know uh, these guys would run wild over here, and, and the cops would be on the street in gun battles all night long. Well, look, uh, look yep. at some of our other disasters, which was on a minor scale, like uh, you know New Orleans and some of our um, other disasters with all the looting in the streets and the the shootings and and, and the cops just and the cops yeah. doing it. And yeah. that was just with that. I mean, Japan suffered a triple whammy: the earthquake, then the wave, and then the nuclear disaster. I mean, they and they the got volcano. yeah, and they got the triple whammy. So it it would be total chaos here. It really would. To show you how low down they get in in the hood down there towards the uh, towards the water, 
apparently when Loma Prieta earthquake hit and that freeway structure collapsed on top of the cars, the suspects from the neighborhood were already climbing up into the cars, taking the wallets and the jewelry off the dead bodies before the cops even got there. Yeah. And that was, and this, that, that dude, was in Oakland, California. When that happened, when that happened Oakland called for uh, <clears throat> mutual aid for canine units to uh, quell the, the looting, and I, I stayed over there for three days. I didn't live there, Brent. I stayed for three days. Did you? And, uh, <laughs> Jim recovered four PS3s. <laughs> <laughs> With his, SWAT, with his SWAT at, tank. At a time when people uh, need support the most, I, it was just uh, unreal to see what kind of animals there are in this society in, in, in America. It's just ridiculous. And the I scammers would, come out, too. You know, they're they're going they're, online they're with out. these fake iodine pills trying to sell these fake, you know, stuff. They're they're preying on people's fears of the radiation and everything, and they're the scammers just come out of the woodwork. The thieves, so, the scammers, yeah, well, look, and misinformation was amazing, that's, including CNN. That's something to think was, about though, because yeah. I mean that happened in Japan, but very easily could that have happened right off the coast of California, and, and uh, I, I mean that whole San Francisco Oakland area. You know, one of these days it's going to happen. I was surprised that it happened in Japan, but we could very easily be faced with that, and that's another reason why what, when something like that happens, it's just uh, catastrophic. And you've got to be able to hold your own for hours, days, you know, a week at a time, and that's why survival kits or, or having food stocked up or portable generators or anything, I mean, it, it makes all the difference in the world on whether you're going to get through that or not. Get some, pro- get a propane stove with a bunch of little campy in the canisters. Get a bunch of uh, canned food, a few gallons of water. Store all that stuff in the garage or in a closet. You may need it. It's real, real you know, quickly because you guys are all in ground zero. How many of you guys got fifteen gallons of water stored the last uh, two weeks? I don't. I don't have enough. I got about twenty or so standard water bottles. I got a couple of right. cases of beer. <laughs> so Dude, basically, so. So basically what you're saying, Mark, is that if Ed comes to visit, that's going to be a party. No, it'll be gone, and Ed likes it. Because the only other thing thing you need, what you need in a disaster is guns. Well, I don't like like Budweiser anymore anyway just because they sold out to the Germans. There goes another sponsor. (laughs) (laughs) Ed doesn't care. He's sponsor-free. Ed would never make it to my house to come and visit. He'd be picked up at the airport. <laughs> right, right. Sir, sir, you cannot come through security yeah. with all those guns. Did I tell sir, you they ran me through the metal detector? To, to you see really my... need the grenade launcher and the fifty caliber gun coming through the airport? Two weeks, two weeks ago, those guys ran me through that scanning machine like I was some kind of a uh, haji at the airport. I couldn't oh. believe it. I couldn't believe it. I even told a guy. I, I told the guy point blank. He'd say, "Hey, you want to see my little?" You know, Dude, of course, like, yeah, your, your scan is on YouTube. I'll send you the link. <laughs> I was so pissed when the guy goes, "Oh, you! You're coming through the you're coming through the naked machine." And he, hey, anytime naked. were you carrying a backpack? Because anytime you carry a backpack, you definitely have drugs. There's no, no the, the only thing was I was standing next to a girl online whose I kid you not, her hair was something out of the '60s, completely froed, like two feet in the air, but it was multiple colors. So they're profiling you. It basically that sounds kind of hot. I, I saw. Was she hot? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Lady Gaga. Was that hot? I tell you, bro, it was as close as Lady Gaga as you can get. But Would I, I hit it. I don't know. Oh. Okay. Can we get back to the serious? <laughs> so portion? much for the seriousness of it. So, so in conclusion, to the Japan disaster, 
God help them all over there. It's a total mess, and they're pouring concrete on that reactor as we speak. Are they? But oh yeah, no, it's getting worse. And it's Chernobyl, so they're they're at a seven out of seven on the scale. That is pretty much. It was now, six what, the last time I checked, and it was mar- migrating towards seven. But now, there are what, a couple. What did I tell you last week? It was a meltdown, and you didn't believe me. Yeah, that's because you overreact to everything. No, so, because that's why they're keeping everything quiet. If you have no water for the reactor to cool, you're in meltdown. No, they had water. you got to read the... So, okay, okay, never conclude, stop fighting. Can you just Ed, shut up? Ed, you win. You win a free trip to Japan. <laughs> where you can live. You can live in Japan. You don't even need to just stay. It's more than 30 days. <laughs> <laughs> <Just> make, <laughs> hey, dude, I stayed there for a month. What's the heck? Just so make sure you stay there. there. If you buy a car there, make sure it's got license plates, Ed. Okay, so it hasn't been. I put some of this information on the website. People can go to the site and check it out. There's a really cool site out there for basically monitoring any natural or man-made disaster across the entire globe. And I think people would be amazed to see how much stuff happens every single day. It is phenomenal. So, hey, Brent, I, I found a uh, site for all earthquake activity in uh, California. Yep. And it is scary to see oh, yeah. like I mean every every 30 seconds there's a you know there's a small quake somewhere and then you'll see a 3.2. I don't know where this place Geyserville is in California but they get up, Dude, Lord. I don't think th- I don't think that place stays still more than 30 seconds at a time. Well, I can tell you that the, I you know what I'll post this other thing that I found too. It's a time lapse for Japan for basically a 4-day period about a day and a half before the big quakes and then about a day and a half after of that and it is amazing there well, is there there must have been 250 to 300 quakes over 5.5 in those 4 days well we'll see if we're going to be on the air next week cuz supposedly the person that has a very high success rate of predicting quakes and predicted the Loma Prieta quake has predicted yeah. that there's going to be a major one um, in California Probably in the Bay Area this week. Um, awesome. From, oh, really? from yesterday until next Sunday, he says there's going to be a... Now, there was a 2.9 um, nearby somewhere today, but I think he said it was going to be a major quake. Um, so we'll see I gotta what make up my i got to make up my advanced officer training on Friday. Can we do it Friday morning at about 8? We, we, that's a possibility. <laughs> then I could go do that instead. So if you don't hear from us next week, uh, our listeners will... Look in the paper and see if there was an earthquake. Yeah, go to usgs.gov and you can get all your earthquake info you need. Yeah, plus it, the ones that are on the site, you can actually set it up so that it sends you that information on your phone so that you truly know you're screwed right then. Huh. Yeah, on that note, I'm looking tsunami, at it right now. Tsunami warnings, too. I'm looking at it right now, and at, at 7 o'clock, which was like uh, 22 minutes ago, there was a... Point five in the geysers at six fifty five or uh, yeah six fifty five there was a point nine in the geysers. Well, you can't even feel those. No. At six thirty three, well, let's get to the. There was a two point five at five forty four in Indio. Yep. Another two. Big numbers confused Jim. <laughs> It's a it's a two wait one two three it's a four point one quarter yes Jim oh he hung up okay now we're boring the rest of everybody so no. why don't we close no, out Jim the show? just Jim just hung up that's really funny <laughs> I'm not kidding so we can we can wrap it because we're yeah, done it's a wrap so uh, 
check the site for earthquake preparedness stuff if you're in an earthquake area or a tsunami area, which is just about everywhere well, in the Bay disaster. Area. Any disaster. It could be a wildfire. Any um, disaster. Definitely put your kits together. There's a list on the site for all of that. Keep it in your and, car if you got to flee. Uh, if you are really in trouble, go to Ed's house because I'm sure he's got lots of guns. Well, I got that. And I got my pills and all that stuff. Of course, I never got to use them. Jeez. Of course, I have a nuclear plant 50 miles away, so I'm waiting for that one to melt down and I can start you, taking my. You have a nuclear it. plant out there? Yeah, 50 miles away. Oh well, you're screwed. Why do we need yeah. all these nuclear plants? Oh God, he's back. Who? Li- who? It's called. Him? It's called. We need power in America. <clears throat> I think we need solar power is all we need. I hate to tell you guys, it is one of the, it is one of the, hello, it's one of the safest ways to produce power. Yeah, tell Japan that. Uh, That thing's 45 years old, Jim, kind of like you. It's falling apart. I'm older. How about uh, like Three Mile Mile Island? Three Mile uh, Island was... uh, what was, what was the big meltdown, Chernobyl or whatever it was? Uh, yeah, and Chernobyl yeah, was a yeah, whole different... Yeah, nuclear is safe. Uh, Brent, I want one in my backyard. I'll put one in my backyard if it's new. All right. So, in, sure. ending on the note... Um, I didn't know you became a nuclear physicist over the weekend. <laughs> You're using some big words. Physicist? He's a doctor, too. Doesn't he do rectal uh, removal? <laughs> <laughs> That's a proctologist. That's another big word. <laughs> yeah. Jim, okay. Jim has an appointment monthly with one. I don't know why. With proctologist? Yeah. It's probably good. He's staying safe. He's over that age. <laughs> You're killing me. <laughs> so, in conclusion, we're going to say goodbye to the last two uh, listeners that we'll ever have, which is uh, our Mark. two friends from Australia, oh. Sarah and Evan. And, well, hopefully uh, they got more friends, and uh, they'll bring two more next show. And then in about a hundred shows, we'll have ten people listening to it. Wow, not bad. I want to, I want to do a little shout out to the Iron Warriors out there. We're having our nationals in June in Iowa, of all places. National Gold be... Wing competition. So you're all invited. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least you won't have any earthquakes or tsunamis. You might have a tornado though. Yeah, yeah. Pink. Well, anyway. So we have our national June. I'm pink, looking forward to it. Uh, be a lot of fun. Polish will be on sale for all you. Oh my Iron God! Warriors. Let Ed do a shout out. <laughs> anyway, all you Iron Warriors, keep listening and uh, don't pay no attention to Jim. He's a Honda Goldwing kind of guy. It doesn't even run. Yeah. What year is it? 1981, Jim. <laughs> it's got metal flake. <laughs> oh, <crap. laughs> all right. Well, everybody, stay safe. Be prepared, yeah. and we'll see Check you next the site. time. Tons of information on it for how to stay safer in natural disasters. Mark, Mark is, is a show hog website? for sale. If you're interested, please call the show. What, what is that website, Brent? Uh, that would be coptalk.info. Or I'm sorry, should I say it differently? W- that would be w- coptalk.info. Yes, Dude, like much the, better. I like <laughs> the announcer voice. That, that is good. I'm trying. I'm trying to work on that. I, I might make this show professional one of these days. All right, Ed, before you derail again, anything you want to say in closing? Uh, no, my, my heart goes out to those people over there in Japan that really uh, half of their country now is, is so radioactive they can't even live there or get within 20 miles of it. So, I mean, and it's a small it island. A, it really it is, is a huge problem when you're on an island. Yeah, so and they have nowhere what? to go. It's not there like are, California uh, falls into the ocean, you can go to Nevada. It's just not going to be that way. you know. And be really careful. If you want to donate to the cause, donate to reputable organizations that you know will get money there. Don't let the yeah, scammers the Red Cross. 
Yeah, the yep. Red Cross, and I mean, there's plenty enough out there, but don't let the scammers come out of the woodwork and take your money. Make sure it's a reputable uh, organization if you're going to try to help out. And if you're listening to this show on iTunes, you can do it right in iTunes, which is Red Cross. So that's pretty cool. So yeah, I think uh, right eBay on. and PayPal, they have links at the top of their sites to, to help out. And um, just don't get one of the little spammer emails like Ed got today and, and think that your money's going to the right spot. Make sure. And don't yeah. reply to it. Yeah, I think it's cool that people even, uh, you know, entertain the thought of helping out. And I mean, whether it's a dollar or ten dollars or more, you know, they say when, when bad things happen to good people, there's always a ton of good people to to help help you out of it. It and, all adds uh, up. Any donations you can make, they they need a lot of help. And I'm confident that if something happened like that to us over here, which it could, you know, they'd be helping out as well. Yep. Yeah. The Jap- Japanese are very proud people. And uh, for them to when they when they start asking for help, you know it's it's uh, way 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 out of control. Yeah. Definitely, amazing. Yeah, it's an amazing group. All right, well, stay safe, and uh, hopefully, we'll see you next week. Use yeah, common no. sense. Watch out for each other. We'll actually see you in two weeks because Mark apparently can't read the schedule. So, <laughs> yeah. on that note, I we will go see you with those show hogs. We'll keep you updated from Arizona and all the fun stuff. Oh, yeah, that's fantastic. The border is sealed. Napolitano says the border is sealed, so I believe her. The border is sealed. What do you have, like border seal? You have a big bucket of it or well, something? Like a big tube of caulking she sprayed from yeah, the airplane. That's awesome. by. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me why I... Never mind. Yeah, you so, it wasn't sealed, uh, wasn't sealed at that airport where the guy yeah. took a dump in the planter box. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, they didn't, uh, didn't, didn't catch that guy. Ed, why don't you go check the border and give us an update in two weeks? I could send you pictures and websites. You know, why don't you go do a live? You know, you could go do a live broadcast from the border for us. Why don't we drag this show end out for another twenty minutes? All right, see you later. Stay safe. Right. Bye. I'm off Take to the care. border. Uh, off to the border, I guess. All right.